Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Today is Tuesday, July 19th, 2016. This is the, the week thir- of, you know, 2016. Would you Why know would you mean? say that? I don't know, nigga. I'm just excited because I want to talk. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, July 19th. This is the third episode of the Illogical Sense Podcast. I am your boy, JC. And this is Busby, and you know, Ivana couldn't make it today because, you know, she had some shit to do, but she'll be back next week, but today's just the bros, and I just, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, nigga. I'm so excited. Yeah. This won't by any chance have anything to do with all that's been happening <laughs> over the past weekend, right? Oh, where do I begin? Where do I begin? Like, you know how we're going to settle this? We're going to flip a coin. This is what we're going to do. Heads, we're going to talk about Kanye and Taylor. And tail, if it lands on tails, we're going to talk about, what's his name? Joe Budden and Drake. Again. What if it lands sideways? We're going to talk about uh, It'll be Donald Trump in, in that situation? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to be like Two-Face. I, heads, tails, call it. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, my goodness. It's tails. We talk about Joe Budden and Drake. Oh, well, there you go. So there we go. That's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about. So, this past, what? what was it Saturday? Joe Button released yet another diss record. No, no, we gotta re- we gotta rewind that though because Drake decided to release the record on OVO re- Radio with French Montana, the the track that got Joe Button all just excited. What, what was the shit called? No shopping. Yeah, the, the first one. Yeah, the first Montana song. No shopping. Yeah, it was called No Shopping. And just as Joe Button predicted, Drake did indeed send them sub shots at him. Now, if I can remember exactly what he said, l- l- let me just rewind. Pump. Pump, pump. Yeah, the whole pump, 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 pump it up, just blaze. No, no, I'm, I'm trying to look for the exact lyrics. What, what was the exact lyric? Uh, let's see. He said, he said, fuck, what the fuck did he say? I'm looking for it, man. I, I, I got genius. Shout out to Mark, Rob Markman. <laughs> Busby's clearly so excited that he didn't even prep for this show. Well, yeah, you came hella freaking early and shit. Busby said we had a show at around 12 o'clock. I said I 12 up. or 1, and you came at 11.45, bro. Yeah. I can't help that I'm a professional. So. I, I, I'm professional. I'll come in exactly 12 o'clock. <laughs> what, a, what is it? Where is it? What's, what's the track called? No Shopping. No Shopping. There we go. There we go. I'm still looking for the lyrics. Bear with me, people. Okay, Drake said... Pump it up. She got a good head on her, but I pump it up. I'm not a one-hit wonder. They all know my stuff. You let me turn into the nigga that you almost was. Really? <laughs> really? It was like it was exactly how Joe Budden predicted it. It was exactly how he predicted it. So then, you know, Joe Budden, like everyone was all excited on social media. They were all just going, oh, my God, Drake killed him with just a few bars. Ah, oh, you know, everyone's all excited. But then within what? An hour later, 15 minutes later, Joe Bunn released yet another track called Afraid. And this time he used Drake's um, hook from The Resistance. What am I afraid of? And, and, and like Joe Bunn completely just dissed him again. So, and then all of a sudden, all his fans just flipped up and said, Oh, Joe Bunn just needs to let it go. He just needs to let it go. You know what Joe Bunn's doing right now? 
What's he doing to up us? This dude is lyrically stripping Drake of his lyrical armor. He is lyrically stripping him of his MC armor. That's what he's doing right now. How is he doing such? Busby? He is man. You know the answer. Why don't you answer? Well, you answer for them. <laughs> <laughs> he is lyrically stripping him of his armor. He is literally opening the floodgates for more people to diss him if he really wants to. You know, because this is what Drake thought he can do. You know what he messed up on? He messed up on the 48 Laws of Power. Word to freaking Charlemagne for pointing this out. He messed up on Law 47. And Law 47 strictly states that you shouldn't, if you should learn how to freaking fall back. You know you have victory. You should learn how to fall back. So, it all started with Meek. It should have ended with Meek. But no, Drake just got cocky, and when Summer 16 came out, he still kept firing shots. He kept firing shots at Ho. He kept firing shots at Tory Lanez. Kanye, always with that passive-aggressive rap, because he feels, because those rappers are big heavyweights and shit, that they're not going to say nothing back to him. He always feels like since they're all politically connected and all that, no one's going to say nothing back to him. Just a bunch of subliminal raps, and he's still going to keep making his money. And he always goes after lesser-known people. So he thought that after he heard what Joe Budden said on his little podcast, because he can't take criticism, real. Like, I mean, shit. He sent those subliminal shots at Kendrick after he said he could out-rap him. As soon as he freaking heard that shit, as soon as he heard what Joe Budden said on his podcast about him being uninspired, he felt a type of way and ran on record and sent a subliminal shot at him. And he thought that, you know, Joe Budden was just going to talk about it on his podcast and he was just going to let it go. No. See, what... Drake failed to realize is that Joe Budden is an MC. He does this shit for a living, dog. He was living for this shit. He wants to do this shit, but he didn't want to do it to him because he's a big fan of him. You know what I mean? Like, he's a big fan of him. So he just said, oh, so you really want this? So then, yeah, he attacked him first because his intuition went off. Joe Budden's intuition came off. I thought he was crazy for it. I mean, we all still think he's crazy. But then, you know, he, it turns out he wasn't so crazy. And now Drake has no choice but to respond right now. Like, at first I'm saying he wasn't going to respond, but right now he has no choice but to respond. Because right now, Views is, like, number one for, like, what, the 12th week in a row, some shit like that, selling all these records. He's about to start his tour real soon. But at this point, he has no choice but to respond. Because if he just keeps staying silent, something, he's just, Joe Bunn's just going to keep hitting him and hitting him and hitting him. And then pretty soon, other rappers are going to start hitting him and hitting him and hitting him. And it's just going to keep going until literally his MC armor falls off and he will literally become in sync. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing on the situation, it's all funny because I called it out exactly how it was going to play out. Where initially when the review first came out, I was like, yeah, you know, okay, I, I get it. Joe's a big fan. You can tell he's a big time fan. He just wants wants Drake to, you know, flex his lyrical skills. I get it. And then when 4PM and Calabasas came out, at first when I heard the analysis, I was like, this dude's crazy. Like, how do you, where do you even get that kind of range of motion to bring all this and connect this together but the more and more i started listening to it and the more i was thinking about it it was like you know what you really think drake was that witty with it i think his ghostwriters were witty with it mm. um just the more and more i started thinking about it i was like you know that's i can honestly see that and then hearing you know the pump it up reference on instagram you're like okay now my ears are up because 
You know, at that point, like, yeah, you just don't all of a sudden... Just say pump it up, like, right. years later. And then, you he had the nerve to call him a one-hit wonder. Like, he wasn't a big fan of his mood music series for, like, the longest time. I yeah, mean, there's that's... a video of him meeting him talking about how much of a big fan of him he is. And his ego is just that big that he's gonna... <laughs> He's going to tell Joe Budden that he's a one-hit wonder? Nigga, who the fuck is you? <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. Yeah, that's, that's that's funny to me, and that's a little funny. I'll get to that in a little bit, why it's even more funny to me, maybe. Um, but yeah, just in, as ex- in expecting what was to come, and then hearing the first disc record, like, okay, you know, it's just sparring match material. Like, he's just warming up, getting them ready. And then the second one drops, and you're like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like every time he says something, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, are you serious? Like, yeah, Drake really needs to get off his high horse and really step down and respond to this because, you know, it's not looking good. And then the record finally drops and you're like, okay, let's kind of see, you know, if Joe, Joe Button will with, Joe hurt it yeah. from. And as soon as you hear the lines, you're like, oh my God, Joe was right. He knew it. He knew what was going to happen. So you're like, man, okay, so yeah, Drake, the whole time you're focused on, like, yeah, Drake really needs to respond. And as soon as you're focused on Drake needing to respond, Afraid drops, and you're like, this is methodically planned. Like, this is a... This is a game of chess. This is no game of checkers going and on right now. The difference between this track is that not only is it just so messed up, like even from the cover, how he has a CN tower just burning, and then as soon as you press play, you hear Drake's vocals from Resistance saying, "What am I afraid of?" And then Joe Budden was like, he wasn't really dissing him. He was always sitting down to him, talking to him, like almost trying to give him advice. Like, dude, I didn't want to do this to you, but if this is what I got to do to make you be inspired again, that's what I'm gonna have to do. I mean, dude. He even went as far, this is the one that really had me laughing, like, you can't let a grown man tell you this shit. He said, he's like, get some advice, come over and kick it and vibe. I'm here with hotel strippers, Odell, all that shit that you like. We're like some candles and some hookah. Hookahs flickers the lights. We'll play Aaliyah's greatest hits so you get all tickled inside. Nigga, what? <laughs> like, how, like, that, that, like, if I was his boy, if I was Drake's boy and I heard that, I'm like, you gonna let this nigga talk to you like this? Like, I know you got the hit records and all this stuff, but bruh. Like you can't you can't ignore this. You can't go up on on stage during tour and just say some little like slick lines about Joe Budden. Cause I bet you anything, he's gonna say some slick lines on stage again, and Joe Budden's gonna release yet another diss track. And every time he says something slick on stage again, Joe Budden is just gonna keep releasing diss tracks and diss tracks and diss tracks where it's just really just gonna get under his skin. Cause Drake's like a he's a Scorpio. Drake's like me. See, I can only ignore shit for so long until it really becomes really fucking annoying and irritating to me. <laughs> until one day I'm just going to snap. And honestly, that's what Joe Budden wants to do. And he knows this. He knows this. I mean, shit, he pissed off Taxstone. <laughs> he pissed off Taxstone with his little... And he wasn't even trying that hard. Joe Budden already said he has hella diss tracks ready to go. And what also I have an issue with, yet again, are Drake's fans. Yet again. Yet again, they just keep trying to move the goalposts for him. Like, it's just last year, everyone was saying, like, oh, Meek Mill got four days, he needs to respond. Drake dropped two records on him, he needs to respond. Oh, and now, Drake dropped not one, not two, not Drake, Joe Budden dropped not one, not, not one, two, not two, but three records going at his their hero. And they're saying that he's obsessed and he needs to let it go. All three of them. All three of y'all. And they'll keep saying, like, oh, he's irrelevant, no one really cares about him, blah, 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 and all this other stuff. And it's like, bruh, bruh. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, bruh, like, are you guys really just that, like, biased? Like, they're really going out the way to, to, like, fight fight for their hero. And it's so amazing to me. 
And it's like, and now we're, we're starting to see something, really. We're starting to see the shift happen, JC. That's what we're starting to see right now. No, no, I'm not, I'm not done yet. Oh, okay, <laughs> we're starting okay. To, we're starting to see hey, a hey, shift right yours, now. Man. The floor is yours, man. We're starting to see a shift right now because we're starting to see the separation between real rap fans and bitch niggas. <laughs> okay? <laughs> That's pretty much what it is right now. We're seeing the, we're treating the straight. He's doing everything. Joe Bunn is doing everything that Meek Mill should have done, right, should have did last year. He is showing a separation. If you are for this hip hop shit, you need, you want Drake to respond. If you're just a casual pop star fan, you're just like, whatever. I mean, shit, we're going to get to it later, but Taylor Swift responded to all this shit that happened <laughs> earlier this week before Drake responded to Joe Bunn's records. So we'll get to that later. But it's just like so amazing to me that like he has the number one rap album, quote unquote. But when you look at all the singles that are number one, it's nothing but pop songs. He, I mean, and, and dive into that real quick. I look, man. I've already said this plenty of times, and I'll damn sure say it again. Views is an R and B record with hip hop elements. It's what it is. So, I mean, and I, that's actually the kind of Drake I prefer. I prefer him doing more R and B when he's in that lane. Um, it just irritates me when he thinks that he'd get away with just, you know, pretty much being a rapper when it's convenient for him and throwing, you know, subs. And one thing that I hate that in hip hop is the, I hate subs. Just say the name. Subliminals. You got, no, you got nothing. But Jay-Z was the master of it though. You got nothing. Yeah. But eventually he said names too. True. So, you know, after, after a while, you know, it's just not going to But Jay-Z it. was slick with it when he was, like, he was very, very slick with it. Like it literally flew over your head. Drake is just getting really sloppy with it now and, and for that and i because i've had talks about this with plenty of drake fans over the last week who again it's oh why you just why why does this hate consume your soul and it's like it's, it's not, not hate, hate for him stupid it's, motherfuckers <laughs> it's basically just trying to call a spade a spade yeah that's it's just calling a spade a spade i mean there's whole ass activity in everybody's everyday lives that they just don't tolerate and it seems like when it comes to implementing drake into a situation all of a sudden that line gets skewed to fit that narrative. And it's like, I mean, there's athletes I, I have the utmost respect and regard for. There's even artists, whether it be recording artists or actors, actresses. I love them. But at the same time, if they commit a whole ass felony, I'm going to call it how it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, that's, you ain't acting up. It don't mean I take a loss because of that. I'm still, still going to like your music. Yeah, I'm still, still going like to like you, but like, we're going to call you a whole ass nigga. It's just that simple. And it seems like with Drake fans, it's as soon as you call him out or hold him responsible for something, then it's like admitting failure. It's like they, or, they, 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 feel, they feel so connected to him that they feel like a failure. But just like you said, they feel like Warrior fans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not a Warrior fan, but I know where you're coming from. They feel, because honestly, Drake fans come like this. They come, they come like the, what, what are they? What were they in high school? Like the outcasts? The losers in high, in high school and shit like that? Never got the girls, never got the bitches, always were simps. And Drake embodies them and he's successful. So when they look at Drake, they see themselves. So when they fail, so when he fails, when he feels someone's attacking them, they're like, oh my God, I could be that loser again. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going on with Drake. I, I never thought of it like that. Yeah. I actually never thought, that's a good analysis. I didn't think of it. It from that standpoint so that makes actually makes a little bit more sense yeah because they feel he's if he could be a loser again i could be a loser again so that's why they're on social media going at everybody i mean that don't make sense to me though because there ain't no you know 19th grade for no damn 25 26 year old so it, it's college <laughs> you know look on social media look at everyone that be attacked like when i posted that article my issues with arby that you can go on medium.com best busby my issues with arby you should read that now nah. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, I pointed this shit out. I should have post. I should have put that in there. But it's just it's just so obvious. I point everything out, and they still just so biased towards it. 
Yeah, so and just in following up with what I was stating before I allowed you to go on that tangent. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> it's it's comical at this point because it's like, all right, dude, like for real, like I mean when it came to, to fifty in game situation with uh fifty was a whole ass nigga for that. He was. And the Jeezy situation with uh I don't know putting a hit one. out on uh, Gucci's chain and resulting in the people running up in Gucci's house and then having a fire back and it resulted in one of the guys dying. Like, that was some whole ass activity, too. Like, I called it out. It's not just a Drake situation. If I feel like it's something that needs to be called out on, it's going to be called out. It doesn't mean I'm not going to be the fan. I mean, even after that happened, I know Jeezy's albums by heart. It's common sense. It's just common knowledge. But we, you know, this is why we do illogical sense. So we can make sense and we can make ill logic, you know, ill logic sense in an illogical world, you stupid motherfuckers. There you go. Yeah. So, other than that, Drake just needs to just man up. And just respond. That's that's all he needs to do. He just needs to respond. And to me, there's no... you. This whole relevancy thing, this is another thing I want to touch on too. Relevance. Because this whole relevancy, it's got nothing to do with the actual bars. Like, you're... It's oh. like now, like 15 years later, 16 years later, it's, oh yeah, well, you know, he's it's his career's over. He's He he doesn't sell this. It's like, well, once upon a time, there was a cat named Benzino. Oh, God. Who was... His... He the only was, reason why you knew his lyrics was because he was putting them in as uh, hip hop portables. Yeah, in the source. That's the only reason why. And you the only knew reason his why anybody knows, like any casual hip hop fan knows who Benzino is, is because of Eminem. Straight for it, and and also, and Benzino was damn near irrelevant when it came to casual hip hop fans. At one point, Eminem was the highest selling rapper. I mean, he still is the highest selling rapper. He had Eight Mile, he had the Eminem show, he had all this shit going Look, man, for him. I don't want to hear about irrelevancy when, in the same year that Eminem dis- started dissing Benzino, he had the number one album, exactly. the number one film, the number one single, and the number one soundtrack he had, all in the same year. And he year. had no reason to respond to him, but that MC in him. It was like it was in him. He was a, he's a battle rapper. It's in his blood. He was like, I gotta diss this dude just to prove a point. Now I will give you this. M did wait until after the second diss because yeah, he he did. I will give him that. So in Drake's defense, okay, you wait till the first one comes out to see. Okay, now you're you know you're testing the water. Seeing as soon as the second one comes around, then like, you know it's not a game. You gotta actually you gotta take that to heart. You gotta be a man about that. If somebody's stepping to you up, stepping to the plate, calling you out on. Every little thing that you know is out in the open, at some point you got to man up and say, nah, I can't let this slide. What are you going to do your whole life? Just, oh, well, they're not relevant to me anymore. Who cares? Because at some point, Drake is going to be irrelevant himself. This ain't going to go on forever. Drake ain't got the kind of music that's going to last when you're 50 years old. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have that. Like, honestly, you have, I I, I mean, he has control this year. He has one dance. That's going to last until next year. Like, shit's gonna get old. People it'll get last. Tired. It'll last time, but it'll last time for you know the mid twenty year olds. It's not gonna last time when you hit forty five. I ain't mm-hmm. trying to hear no damn one dance. And you're gonna be like, oh, I remember this jam when I was a kid. Yeah, or Hotline Bling and all that stuff. I mean, come on. Drake does make like he makes top pop records. I never heard a top rap record from him. I, I mean, haven't. seriously, he had forever, but that was because Eminem and you know that all star cast was on there. But, you know, we could keep talking about this motherfucker all the damn time, but we got to move on because other fuckery happened this week. Oh, Taylor. Taylor, 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 Taylor Swift. First off, shout out to Kim Kardashian. I mean, I know last week we were dissing your freaking food and all that stuff, but what you did... Hey, man, look. No, 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 let me talk. No, no, what no, no. you did on Sunday was beautiful. Kanye West, you better stay with that girl for the rest of your life. Look, man, I'm ready to drop at least a fourth of my car payment on some of that soul food 
She is clearly down for the culture, which means I am clearly down for Kim Kardashian at this point. Everybody, if I see any slander, I am going in. It is that big of a deal because what she did. What she did. You have to understand the, the bigger picture of all this. This is something that's been going down since the days of slavery. Where Whoa. the master's wife or his daughter would catch jungle fever, would go out and go grab a slave, and when they were caught in the act, it was the slave raped me, he threw his I arm am. around me, you and all that kind of stuff. Well, well, what happened at the Grammys when the record dropped? All of a sudden, what did Taylor do? She went out no, and no, no, played victim. No, 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 no. We gotta rewind how it, you know. They know what happened. We don't need to go into a bigger <laughs> detail. If you don't know what happened, then I'm sorry. You need to... Reevaluate what's going on True. around your life and entertainment. <laughs> Let's just get down to the point. The song Famous dropped. The lines came out. We don't need to repeat the lines because at this point, everybody knows the lines. She went out on the Grammys when she won Album of the Year. Which, at- Ki- which Kendrick Lamar should have won, you little bitch-ass niggas. <laughs> Thank you because nobody's going to remember 1989 next week. Um, <laughs> when she went out and accepted the, the Grammy and had the nerve and the gall to look everybody in the eye or the and, camera lens or in the camera whoever she was looking at she had the nerve to put it out that Kanye not only did he not contact her there was no reason for it to even be out in play he was taking credit for who she was as an artist well, why do you think Tori Kelly was just sitting there with that that you know that resting bitch face she knew that bitch was lying she knew she was full of shit so from that aspect it's like okay Number one, I didn't believe her because of the fact that Kanye had no reason to actually say that that he had gotten her permission. There was no reason to incline that before that even happened. So, it already sounds fishy. Then you have Kim, who the whole time is adamantly saying, there's footage. We have you talking. Um, There's a conversation. And the whole time over this past five months, it's been, there's no conversation. I challenge you to show a video. I challenge you to do this. She didn't say all that, did she? Yeah, the... Yeah, there's, she goes, show the video. You can't show the video because there is, there's no conversation. She said that? That oh. was her or the, or the publicist team. It was oh. that they've, they've been saying well, that. That's true. They that's have true. been saying that. That's true. So lo and behold. And all of a sudden, they know. And no, but the way Kim Kardashian did it was just so beautiful because she had a show. She has a show on the E! Network and she probably talked about it. And she had that footage for the longest time and she just sat on it like, oh, really, bitch? Okay. I'm going to wait till the E! comes on, like till my show comes on. We need to give credit to Chris because they, they learned that. that That's some... That is some real Celebr- wartime cerebral cerebral assassin yeah. shit. Where the cast? That's a rap. But like, dude, seriously, she just waited. She waited, and then she talked shit to Taylor on her show. Didn't show the footage on the show. Just talked shit to her about her on the show. Said, "I'm tired of these, but I'm tired of this bitch slandering my man's name." There's footage of it. She's hella fake. Fuck this bitch, right? And then she goes on Twitter and tells everyone, "Yeah, y'all should go on my Snapchat right now." The whole world goes on her Snapchat, and what was on there? The footage of Taylor giving Kanye the okay. And not just giving the okay, the nice little (laughs) giggles about it, and then confirming, yeah, you know, it's it's awesome. Whatever you want to do artistically, like, I... I'm thankful that you approached me about this, and you know it's it's awesome, Bruh. Awesome. She, it was awesome. 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 I can't do play. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then and, and what made it even more crazy is Kanye was really sincere about it, and he and you know he saw Rick Rubin just chilling on the couch, just like what? shout out to Rick Rubin. <laughs> Rick Rubin just sat there like he just like I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he just, <laughs> Rick Rubin really just sat there like this is where I'm at in my life right now. <laughs> I can just... I'm getting permission from a damn pop. Star <laughs> <laughs> to, to use lyrics, and you know, and Kanye cared. He actually cared. He called her up and just said, "Yo, I'm gonna say this. Like, are you cool with it? Because I, 
I could change the lyrics if you want to. Oh, yeah, you could use it. And then when everyone talks crap about it, because you know they're going to talk crap about it, I can just go on the Grammys and say, look, I knew about it. And, da, 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 da. and then what the fuck did she do? Not only did she did not bring that up, she went on stage when she won the album of the year and just pretty much roasted Kanye. You know? And that's why Kanye was like, you lying ass bitch. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> really, bitch. This is how you, like, really? You going to switch up on me like this shit? And then she and then she still had the nerve to act like a victim. Oh, well, he, oh, the last part he said he didn't put that bitch part. So what so what's bad? Calling you a bitch or saying that we still had sex. See, that's no here's <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> here's my thing here. about it. That it doesn't matter how you try to spin it, it looks bad. Because like Busby said, okay, the I made that bitch famous line wasn't in there, but is that, am I supposed to feel bad that it's not in there when she approved? I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Like, and laughed I, about and it. And laughed about it. Like, so does that lead me to believe that she, A, didn't hear the lyric, or B, if she did hear the lyric, or if she didn't hear the lyric, at least gave her permission to say, I, I, whatever whatever you want to do artistically and how going forward with that, that's fine with me. Because at some point, you know, any. Any rightful woman in her mind that's going to have an issue with this is going to have an issue with, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Like, who the hell's going to allow that to be put in the record? You know no, what I mean? I know, I know what went down. She was cool with it. I bet you when she heard the song, she was bobbing her head to it and loved it. But then when her mom heard it, and then when her brothers heard it, and when her people and her entourage heard it, and texting her like, you gonna let Kanye say that? Like, that's hella disrespectful. And she was seeing what everyone was saying about it. You know, the whiteness came out. I was like, oh, I got to protect my image. So that's when she went up there and did what she did. And, 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 and I bet you anything, she probably would have texted Kanye like, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. But she probably didn't even text Kanye about it. She just she minded her own business and, and, just, and then went on Twitter and just didn't say a damn word about it until Kim Kardashian did what she and did. And my thing is, I don't care if she heard the lyric or not. Because, you know, of course, she goes on Instagram. Oh, well, there's still no footage. They're like, I don't care. Because from the get-go, you said there was no conversation that was held to begin with. So that's already been proven to be a lie. So what else are you lying about? You've lost that benefit of the doubt. And then let's go a step further when we start including Selena Gomez's stupid comments about there's more important things to talk about in this world no, than this. that's that victim shit. That's what and they're trying then, to do. And then everybody goes on her timeline and there's I no I remember mention. telling you a goddamn thing. <laughs> but to go even further, there's no mention of Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. There's no mention of the po- the slain police. No there's hashtag no of any slain black man there's by no the police. There's no mention of what went down international over international. There's nothing. Any everything that she bases that there's more important things to talk about. She's not even talking about. But you know who did say Black Lives Matter though? Kim Kardashian. She even did a whole blog post about it. <laughs> It's gonna be like a new tag, just that little laugh in the end. Yeah, <laughs> man, man. My yeah, my thoughts then, on that, Taylor. We don't believe you, and you you, you don't need you don't people. need you no, don't have people. No, you don't have it. And so. then and then the seeing how the media is trying to flip this shit, trying to say, oh, Kanye could get sued by this shit. And then TMZ came out saying, nah, she knew she was being recorded. She knew she was being recorded the whole time. Because I remember in that interview that Kim Kardashian did. She said that as soon as we were done filming, as soon as the phone call was over, she called Kanye's people and said, yo, destroy that footage. Destroy that footage. and we, Or if you, if you release it, you're going to get sued. And Kim Kardashian is like, you know what, bitch? You keep thinking you're the mean, you, you are the Regina George of freaking the industry. Bitch, I'm Kim Kardashian. I am the industry. Like, we all the mean girls. This is, I am the, I'm, you're not the only mean girl in Hollywood. And what you gonna do? We got money too. I'll fight you. 
Like, I will fight you. <laughs> What's that from? I will fight you. I don't know. I heard that somewhere. Right I heard that from, well, anyway. But, yeah, she's not scared of the Kardashians, on, and they will fight Taylor Swift. Even though Taylor Swift is, has money, Kim Kardashian and the whole Kardashian clan has money, too. So what Taylor Swift needs to do is just sit back and take that L. Just sit back, take that L, and record a song dissing Kim and Kanye, because you know that's what she's going to do. I also feel like Taylor apologists also need to see... A bigger picture in this as well like you're getting upset over a situation first of all she lied to everybody so you could be upset that the footage got leaked but don't let that blind your judgment and actually saying yeah actually the person i like and defended all these months actually did lie there was a conversation yeah drake fans you should learn that too and as a result of that you should also start looking at her actions over the last few years in regards to her relationships i mean katie perry tried to warn y'all because she clearly has no issue in taking information from her past relationships and not caring about the ex-boyfriends and how they feel and then going to make a profit off of it and win awards and all types of shit and laugh about it and in this situation there's no award to be won it's, it was just kim's way of saying you're Fuck not you. gonna, yeah and you're not gonna belittle my husband and, and make it seem like he's the a, biggest liar like he's right. telling the truth and he's never lied kanye west has never lied to it well he did say an album's supposed to come out this summer and we're in July, so, you know. But that's why I don't listen to anything Kanye says. But when it comes to other shit, when it comes to how he goes on his rants and you, shit like you that. You listen to what Kanye says. Only to a certain extent. <laughs> only, to a, only to a certain extent. Because when The Life of Pablo came out and he said, oh, it's going to be at the freaking movie theaters for $35. I'm, I was telling JC, hey, we should go to that shit. And then I thought about it. And I'm going like, I don't trust this nigga. And then lo and behold, I watch it and I'm like, this is some fuckery. And then the album didn't drop. For like what, two weeks, two three weeks? Yeah, something but, like that. Yeah, but other than that, Taylor Swift hold that L, hold, hold it. hold it, lick it, hold it, hold it. The L and Taylor. Hold Speaking that. of L's, the Republican National Convention. <laughs> See, I ain't watching this shit because I already know it's just a whole bunch of fuckery. But the main shit coming from this is Donald Trump's wife. What's her name? Because I cannot pronounce it. Melanoma. Mela, what? <laughs> Sounds like a sounds like pneumonia. It's not melanoma. I just call it that because I can't say the name either. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but she had the nerve. To, she had a speech where she was, you know, praising, you know, Trump and all that, talking about how much of a good person he is. And then this bitch literally had the nerve to just, <laughs> bruh, she had the nerve to rip Michelle Obama's speech from 2008 praising Barack. Was it 2008? Whatever, whatever term it was. She had the nerve to just put it in there, in that speech, and then had the nerve to just say it like nothing. Like, oh, well, yeah, I said it. And then everyone's just like, dude, there's video footage of it. It's like, no, I wrote it. I wrote it in everything. And just, it's just like, it's so crazy to me. And because I already know what's going to happen. I already know, I know, I already know exactly what's going to happen. In November, it's going to be a fucking blowout. Whether you like it or not, Hillary Clinton's going to be the president of the United States. A woman is going to be the president. Whether you like her or not, you know, woman pride or whatever. But. Donald Trump, like, I already know he's just trolling. He is a troller. I know a troller. He doesn't even want to be president. I, I think he's literally surprised all this is going down right now. He's like, damn, I made it this far. Fuck, let me see if I can fuck this up. And he's been fucking up. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh. To me, it's just the funniest thing, dude. Like, seriously, it's, it's so comical. Like an episode of Veep. You spend all this time bashing the Obamas. Everybody want to be a nigga, but don't want to be a nigga. Everything that they stand for. Everybody want to be a nigga, but don't want to be a nigga. 
and then you go out and take their words. <laughs> Literally. And not even that, Trump even went as far as to taking Obama's tweet. And just replacing it with his wife's name. Like, like, that's how I know he's trolling. He is literally trolling. Like, come on, bro. Like, this this week has been the week of, like, the fakes being exposed. When it comes to Drake, when it comes to Taylor Swift and all this. It's just the fakes are being exposed. So what's done in the dark will indeed come into the light. Y'all should remember that. What's done in the dark comes into the light. Look, man, oh, it's, ass niggas. it's one thing to take, uh, I, I guess, the speech on... And, uh, you know, on paper and use it as a template. I get that. I have no issue with that. But to take a whole paragraph. But to take the actual words and just substitute little words here and there. Sounds like a Drake verse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sounds like a Drake verse. Like, there's just, there's no. I mean, I know Hove did it too. Don't get your panties in a bunch. I knew y'all gonna say that. But at least when he said, when I quote Biggie's words, I'm bigging up my brother. So when, what's her name? Melina Morena, Morena Pneumonia. When she's quoting Miss Obama, she's bigging up her sister. Oh, ass. Well, if I'm Donald Trump, I feel in a way very, like, think about this. You diss a man that's the president. Donald Trump doesn't then, give a fuck. But He's, listen to this. Listen to this. Like, you diss the man that's president, and then your wife goes and takes his wife's words in such high regard for her husband and uses it to try to, you know, explain how she feels towards you. Like, Donald seriously? Trump, <laughs> Donald Trump does not give a damn, man. He is a troller. He is a troller. He's going to troll. I bet you when he loses, he's just going to be like, he's going to blame the American people. And then within like a month or two later, he's like, I didn't want to be president anyway. Y'all idiots. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. So do you think he's here? You think, okay, let, let's go to a, a tangent off of this that it seems that might be becoming evident with everybody. Do you think this is a plot and a ploy that was set up between the Trumps and the Clintons. Well, this is like what happened when WCW, when WWE wanted to take WCW well, out saying. of business. Let that's... me tell you. Let me tell you. Vince Russo was one of the head creators of WWF or WWE, and then he left WWF just to go to WWE, the WCW, and he destroyed it. Like he, like the shit he was doing in WCW is really equivalent of what is going on in the Republicans right now. He literally destroyed it from within. And there's always this urban legend going on that the freaking. Um, that Vince McMahon paid Vince Russo to destroy WCW. I would not be surprised if the Clintons paid Donald Trump. Well, I don't know how they can pay him. Or just made some type of deal to destroy the Republicans within. You know, I mean, it's it's not, you know. But at the same time, Donald Trump doesn't give a fuck. He's just crazy. He's just an idiot. So, fuck Donald Trump. And anybody yeah, that yeah, loves him. Yeah. Fuck Donald Trump. Like, fuck him. Vote for Hillary. And I know y'all going to be mad again that I said vote for Hillary, but you have no fucking choice. Because if you do not vote, this world will burn. And you still live in this country, you stupid motherfuckers. Hey, not me, man. I might get my, I'm get my passport pretty soon. I got some connects in Canada. I just looked in South Africa, and it is not what they promote on these damn commercials. South Africa looks well, beautiful. Well, you got and money. It's metropolitan I'm area. still living here, so just do what's right. Stupid motherfuckers. I mean, I'm a vote, but, oh, you know, if worse comes to worse, I'm out. I ain't staying here. Well, yeah, true. I'd probably go to Canada, too, but I'm probably banned over there since I talk shit about the hero so damn much. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't talk shit. I just tell the truth. So, you know, it was that shit. What else, what else happened? Um, 
Oh, WWE Sports. Today's the draft. Today is the WWE draft. Well, you know, they're separating everything. I can't really talk wrestling with you. That's why my boy needs to be here. But, uh, yeah, WWE draft is happening. Everyone's splitting up and all that. Stuff's going to be very interesting. When Where it... do you want the New Day to go? It don't matter. They're just like, they're fucking funny as hell. If anything, they should stay on Raw. Thank so, you. you know. I've been telling people that all weekend. They need to stay on Raw because they're, them, them niggas are hilarious. Shout out to Biggie. Shout out to Kofi and Xavier. Up, up, down, down. Oh, yeah, the Pokemon stuff. Yeah, man. I like. I remember last week I was all excited about that shit. Niggas have become drones to that shit, man. It's kind of scary. It really is scary. Like, I just heard, like, a few, like, what? This past weekend at Lake Cunningham, which is, like, right down the street from me and all that shit, there was, like, a Pokemon, like, hunt meetup, and they said over, like, 1,200 people showed up at the park just looking for fucking Pokemon. I'm seeing videos of motherfuckers just running around looking for a damn Charizard. I'm like, you do know this shit is not real, right? <laughs> I, heard, I saw a story where a dude literally quit his job to become a Pokemon master. Like, what? Dude, What? You niggas are weirdos, man. I, like, I still play it. Don't get me wrong. I still play it. But, you know, I do have a life. I do look up from my phone, you know? But, because I got, like, 59 Pokemon. Ha <laughs> ha. Wow. <laughs> I know, man. 59 more than me. I know. Because, you know. But it's just, it's just kind of, it's kind of spooky to an extent. It's like, they're really, it's like, almost like on some control shit. Like, it's, like, I just see it. Like, everyone has their heads down and just walk, and just walking around with their damn phones and shit. And just, like, trying to catch Pokemon and shit. So... I put out an APB last week that if anybody wanted to catch Pokemon on the road, I would do like a Lyft or Uber service for them. I got a couple bites, but it didn't pan out. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, right. it didn't pan well, out. Well, if I, I would have retweeted you, it probably would have happened because, you know, I'm Twitter famous and all. Yeah, well. Supposedly. Your whole ass didn't do it. Well, so. you didn't tell me to. So uh, so I got to tell you to do everything now? Well, I don't know. Some, <laughs> you can't just look my... out and see like, oh, my boy needs some assistance. Like, maybe I can help. No, nah, it's actually a good thing you didn't do that because I was able to end my week earlier because of all the incentives. Shout out to Uber. Um, so I was done after Friday and uh, I've been off since then. Yeah. Well, um, my, my, my thing with this is that you see there's leaders and then there's Pokemon. Nah, my thing is just grow the hell up. I like, still watch wrestling, bro. Wrestling ain't got nothing to do with being a child. I watched that shit when I was a child. Yeah. Well, but Pokemon, but then at the same how time, many times you play Pokemon since you've been an adult? I never, well, shit. Uh, like uh, recently for like the past week when was the last time before that never exactly so there you go that's the point i'm trying to mention <laughs> when yo-yos and marbles come back into play then i'll start taking this fad yo-yos seriously are still, yo-yos are still popping not like how it used to be not when it's, i was a kid so I, I still have a yo-yo there used to be house. days where cats would pick basketball over over yo-yos they would pick basketball over yo-yos no they would put yo-yos over I was about basketball. to say oh wow really yeah they, that used to be the t- that used to be the thing on you the, know what the used to be the, you know what used to be the thing back in middle school motherfucker sea walking you remember those years <laughs> 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 like I never understood as soon as you hear that hold up <laughs> wait and everyone just starts like everybody the next ep- the next episode was like the sea walk anthem everybody was sea walking in freaking middle school I didn't know what it meant I'm like oh sea walking so I was trying to do this shit so I did the research and I'm like oh I could get shot for this I'm good. Shit! What else? Oh yeah, training camps coming up. You you might be gone for a few. You know, I'll be gone for like maximum one week, like a week or two or whatever. So, you know, so the Niners are about to when the Niners start their fucking training camp. Oh, whole asses! I don't know. I'm not involved with the Niners. I know you ain't involved, but you know all the football. I don't really pay attention to freaking. Oh, this is what we need to talk about. What's his name? What's his name that got his contract? Um, Von Miller. Yes. How much money? 70 million dollars. 
seventy million dollars. He, he is the highest paid defensive player in the NFL's history. I think the deal was uh, altogether was six years, um, one hundred fourteen million. Um, for those who aren't uh, privy on the contracts, NFL contracts aren't guaranteed. They can be wiped off at the snap of a finger. So the most important thing to get out of that contract guaranteed is the money. guaranteed money. And how much you get guaranteed? Seventy million dollars guaranteed. <laughs> like that is going to be in his account. Like whatever happens, he could blow his knee out during training camp. God forbid, because we need Von Miller. All he, we need Von Miller going to the next name? decade. Plexico, Plexico, Plexico burst himself. Yeah. he can do all of that to himself. And he'll still walk away with seventy million I mean, at the very I, least. I don't know why. At the very least, because he can still end up with more. As obvious as his contract goes on, but at the very least, he is walking away with seventy million. I don't know why Elway was fucking holding back. This nigga was your Super Bowl MVP because you know that was Peyton Manning. You would have did like nothing. It's but Peyton Manning gone, <laughs> and you need your defense right now. So you need you need to pay that boy. You know, but when it comes to my Niners, shit, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if y'all seen Tupac Resurrection, like, who shot me? Shit, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. When it comes to my Niners, shit, I don't know. You want me to ask my cousin? I mean, your cousin, about how the Niners are going to... I don't need to ask nobody. I know what's going to happen. Well, I mean, you've got an inside source with my cousin. Oh, what you, what did your cousin say? Do we have to say it on here? Can we no, say it No, I can here? just ask what you think, you know, off the record. Like, he's there. He's on staff. <laughs> well, well, he's probably going to say, nigga, we're going to be trash, bro. <laughs> 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 you know? NFL's coming back, you know? Have some hope for your team, man. No. My, I at least got hope that... No, you guys are, are going to the playoffs. Okay, your Raiders are going to the playoffs. Look, man, I'm going to say least, it. I at least have hope that the Niners will not go 0-16 like some of these stupid Yeah, we're going to go 1-15. Y'all, y'all going to win at least four games. At least four. There's always one week where everything seems to go one way in the the opposition, and then it just backfires completely. Like, give give yourself at least four wins. Jim Harbaugh. Oh, you gonna be mad? What happened? What did Harbaugh do now? Oh man, what did he do now? Just keep talking. I'll find it for you. He must have did something, man, because Harbaugh was that nigga. He, see, I've always, if you don't know by now, if you follow me on Twitter, I say fuck Jed York all the damn time. Religiously. Fact, I'm going to tweet it right now while I'm talking about it. I do not like Jed York at all because he gutted my fucking team. He legit gutted my team. You know, like, no, fuck Jed York. If you go on to his. I just tweeted that yeah. right now. I I just retweeted I just tweeted that right now. So when you go on there, you're gonna scroll down and you're gonna see it. Fuck Jed York. And so you, this is gonna make you even more pissed off. You're, you're gonna no you no no. Let, let me explain. Oh, let me explain no. it to the people. This nigga Harbaugh when, did a when, music. When Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> when Jim Harbaugh was, uh, was, head coach, oh. was head coach for the San Francisco 49ers, um, obviously he remember that saying, "Who's got it better than us?" And the team would yell out, "Nobody." Yes, with such passion and aggression, it was awesome. Well, obviously, he's not there anymore, and a lot of teams do have it better than the Niners these days. Um, well, the rapper, shout out to Bailey, who's a Bay Area native out of San Francisco. Not, not the WWE Bailey. Thank you. <laughs> um, Bailey actually had, he had the, he actually made the anthem for the team. Like, the hook was, who's got it better than us? Nobody. And then he rapped it. Well, apparently... Over the last 24 hours, or maybe 48 hours, they actually dropped the music video, except the one problem is that Jim Harbaugh is not in San Francisco 49ers. I'm looking at the screenshot. (laughs) 
he's in Michigan here. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh is having the time of oh, his living. life. He is living. He is having the time of the his top life. The top is down. The ride is yellow. And he's ha- he has that look on his face like, hey, tell Joe York how my ass tastes. <laughs> oh, whole ass nigga. That's what he looks like he's saying. Oh, oh, oh no. Just play that shit. No, no, oh, play it. Oh, <laughs> man. He is having fun. In a Lambo. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh is living, man. Oh. Shout out to Jim Harbaugh. Michigan's going to have a national title within the next three or four years. Yeah, and, he, and how many national championships he going to get? How long is his contract? I think he got a seven or eight year contract. Yeah, he going to win almost like three or four of them bitches, and then he's going to come back to the NFL. He's going to show up at Jed York's office like, you see all these rings? These are all the rings I could have got you, but you wanted to be a whole-ass nigga. <laughs> Shit. This is always funny. It's always common to be talking with Busby just because out of nowhere that comment will just fly. Like he, it's it's to the point where it could be something so horrible acting <laughs> in, going on in like Iran, and he'll still find a tangent to blame Jed York for that. I blame Jed York. Why did Why did Kendrick Lamar didn't win album of the year? Fuck Jed York. Yeah, see, like that. Like it's it, Drake it, didn't it, write his lyrics. Fuck Jed York. It sounds it may sound ridiculous to some of you, but to me, it's the most hilarious thing ever. Because we'll be in the middle of a conversation just about something so ran- like anything, and so randomly it just comes out. Not only randomly, but it comes out so fluidly. Like he doesn't have to think about it. It no, just it, comes out. It's awesome. It's exactly. amazing. Fuck Jed York. See how fluent that was. It's in plain English for you niggas. Now uh, the next next topic in uh, sports. Uh, Charles Tillman. Remember the Bears cornerback for all those years? And then he uh, he played for the Panthers this last year. And oh. uh, he was a cornerback. Yeah. Yeah, he retired. Oh. But the way he, it's not it's not that he retired. Because, well, for those who don't know, Charles Tillman's great cornerback. He's most likely going to end up in the Hall of Fame at some point. It's not that he retired. It was the actual video he made along to go with his retirement. Because he's known as a, a great player for a punch technique, which is, you know, Chasing somebody down with the ball, you punch the ball yeah, out. Yeah. Oh. So he's walking around all around all his family, all his friends, strangers, anything in their hands. He's punching it out and just walking away. I'm tired. It, it goes on for like for three minutes. Just him until just... yeah, like it's pretty much just picturing. Well, I can't punch the ball anymore, and I'm at home and I'm retired, so I still need to use my famous punch. So we're gonna put this together. It's the fun. I thought Marshawn Lynch's retirement announcement was great. This actually might top that. It was funny. Like that's it, funny it was funny that, as, as a progress. Awesome. I need to watch that. Shout show. out to Peanut Tillman. A great career. Awesome. Congrats to you, man. That that was that was a good way. That was a good way to go out. Oh yeah, and TV shows. Uh, Power came back. But wait, before oh. we get into TV shows, guess who's back in the news? Who? Gilbert Arenas and Swaggy P. What do they do? What do they do now? Let me. Oh, I think I know what happened. <laughs> like when he when he put up a picture of his baby mama and said we're even. No. Oh, what else happened? No, you missed that. Hang on. I have something to show you. I gotta find it right quick. So of course, um, the situation with the uh, with Swaggy and Gilbert Arenas when Gilbert went over to his crib it. Everybody on ESPN is talking about it. So, what was it? I think yesterday or on. Uh, was it? Yeah, yesterday. Pardon the inter- interruption. Yeah, yeah, yesterday. Pardon the interruption. Um, Wilbon and uh, Kornheiser were actually talking about the situation. So, what does Gilbert go ahead and do? He go ahead and screenshots the the caption is beef worthy of our attention between Gilbert and Swaggy. He screenshots it, 
And then he proceeds to go on Instagram and Hold post on. the following. Let me read this shit. He's like, does this say beef? I'm sorry, but not all black people fight. Laugh my ass off. I mean, we did get in an argument once in Miami with who's going to fuck that stripper from KODs first. We saw that with a quickness. Rock, paper, hashtag, rock, paper, scissors. And Swaggy P went third. <laughs> Somehow, who's that? Dre, who's D Ray? D Ray came in second, and that nigga wasn't even invited. (laughs) The good old days. Nick got bullied. Wiz Nation. (laughs) Wow. Like I said last week, these two need their own TV show immediately. Immediately. They need this show. And this, yeah, it can't be on no regular cableized channel. This got to be like HBO or Stars or straight to Netflix Netflix. or Amazon Prime. It's got to be something. I need to see a Gilbert Arenas and Swaggy P show because at this point, Swaggy P going to have all the time in the world because it's going to be clear Gilbert is trying to keep him off any damn team with that. As long as these posts keep coming, they don't want that attention around. Why? I don't know. I mean, it's funny to me. Mm -hmm. Ain't a a gun's not being involved in the situation as of yet. So let it keep going. Mm -hmm. However, I need that reality show. Pronto. 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 <laughs> Kim, you did it for the culture over the weekend. Call E. We need these cats immediately. I guess, man. But speaking of cable TV, power came back. Power. It's a big, rich town. <laughs> I just come from the poorest part. So what do you, you think of the first episode? It was good. It was good. I like, I like how it ended, too. Uh, how did Anna Hella forgot how it ended? Oh, the whole became, episode. Yeah, yeah, the whole episode. Ghost call, ghost me James, call me James. And, call me James. Call me James. And then as soon as Tommy, it's Ghost. Call Tommy. It's Ghost, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, he went right back to it. Like And then, like, what's his name? 50 came back. 50 hasn't showed up yet. Nah, his they his the name keeps popping up. Exactly, and I like how they freaking like um how they promoted the show. How in, in New York they had Fifty's face on it. It's like, have you seen Kanan? Call this number, and I was like, oh, that's smart. I tell us smart, you know. But power, shout out to power Fifty. It was like the highest rated show in Stars history or whatever. So it's like for sure, it was a good. It was a good season opener. I liked it. You know, it, it covered a lot of ground. It covered a lot of ground without, and it just set up all these questions. It's just crazy how like. All this shit's happening over pussy. This all of this shit could have been avoided. All of it. Like he just had, like he just had to get that well, I mean, that, pussy, man. And I mean, that's the way. That's the way of the world, though. You yeah, know? Star Wars happened over pussy. Yeah. Have you ever told you my Star Wars theory about why all that shit happened? I don't know. Yeah, I thought I said this to everybody. Star Wars happened because of pussy. Anakin Skywalker went to the dark side because of pussy. I don't think he did it. Yes, he did. Oh, with pussy, he wanted to save his bitch. I mean, technically that was his wife. But so, I mean, it wasn't still. Just... It was pussy. Well, and she had his kids, too. Still, pussy. I mean, All started over pussy. I mean, if you want to go that far. It's the truth. Sure. Shit. Little Annie. And also, what else came? Did you watch Ballers? Yep. Yeah, Ballers came back. Yep. Shout out to The Rock. You Terrell know. Suggs. That was a good cameo, man. Yeah. That was a great perfect. cameo. Actually, and the fact they actually fought, that was dope. Like that Yeah, was I, thought, I thought Rock was going to wash him until Terrell Suggs just threw him to the ground. I'm like, oh, damn, Rock. Really? You're the, like, Really? You know, the, on a freaking broken leg, too. I, say, I like ballers. I like how it all, how the whole show happens during the off season, yes. and then it ends right when the season's about to start. You know, uh, I guess Roger Goodell and NFL ain't happy about that show so much so because um, that scene was supposed to be on uh, highly questionable with uh, Dan Levitard and Bomani and Poppy, but they blocked. That but shit. ESPN blocked it because I was of wondering, ESPN's association with the NFL. I was wondering why ESPN wasn't like. Like, I didn't see no ESPN stuff throughout the whole show. Like, why isn't ESPN mentioned? And then I was like, oh, that makes sense. 
Of course. You remember that show Playmakers that used to be on the Yeah, ESPN? I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, yeah they, they canceled that with the quick too. They canceled that after one season because that shit was too damn real. I remember they said the person, like, the higher up from Disney called ESPN. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck is this? You better end this shit. Cause yeah. it, it was revealing a little too much. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget how that show ended, too. It ended with them. End. I forgot. They won the last game that they needed to win, and they needed another team to lose out so they go to the playoffs. Yeah. And it was the final play, and somehow the team that needed was in competition with them scored a touchdown and the head coach they they all like went from celebrating to like their jaws dropped in the locker room mm-hmm. and the coach just yelled hey turn it off and the the whole screen just goes off and then that's how it ended oh on a cliffhanger ain't that some bullshit no it wasn't really a cliffhanger it was just you knew the other team scored so they were going to the playoffs they were out it was just that's how it ended that's how the season ended where it was like just disappointment so it's like hey we turn did, it off we did all that for nothing yeah that's that's the that's how, that's how and it ended. And I, I remember being in a uh, high school. Either I was in my last year of middle school, or I just started high school. I remember watching like, yo, that was a great season end, like a season finale. Like I can't wait for season two. Never showed up. Yep. Still mad about no, that. Omar Gooden was in that show. He, he was like the running. He was the running back. Running back. Yeah, like he was. He was like Marshawn Lynch in that damn yeah, show. Except he kept having piss tests because he couldn't get off the drugs. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Speaking of fucking getting off the piss test, Brock Lesnar. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Brock Lesnar failed the piss test for UFC, man. And honestly, he didn't give a damn. He does not give a damn. I'm a white boy. That's Jack. That's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, Brock Lesnar, I have none but I have none but respect for that dude because he left the WWE. He left the WWE on his own terms. Found himself. Went to UFC. Won championships. And then he got out. You know what? Like he didn't want to go out because of his disease and all that. Got his money in WWE. Said, you know what? You need me more than I need you. So you know what? I'm gonna go to UFC. There ain't shit you can do about it. So they agreed. He won. He probably cheated, but he still won. And he still got his money. Got paid $8 million. Shit. I can't hate on that. And he don't give a damn. I mean, they could suspend him. WWE could suspend him. But he's like, I don't need this shit. I already got my money. <laughs> he got Sable. He got money. He's in his farm. Shout out to the Beast. Yeah, man. man. Yeah. Shit. You can uh, get away with it. Get away with it. I mean, uh, upcoming, ain't nothing stopping you. Yeah, go, up, go ahead and do it. Um, did you watch? Uh, you probably didn't watch Summer League last night. I didn't watch Summer League, but I saw the highlights. That might have been the greatest Summer League game in the history. What did the Lakers get eliminated or something? Like, uh, uh, oh, so now you don't want to talk about it now, huh? Look, man, look, you don't want to talk about that. Look, man, oh, okay. I will tell you this. There, okay, it's just Summer League, right? No, 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 no. I will tell you something that just far exceeds the physical realms. When you're going into like bad juju realms, okay. On Facebook, I am an administrator for a group, the Sports Debate Network. Shout out to all my compadres, everybody from Fuego. Happy birthday, Dwan, my homeboy, James Gee, Abel, and the rest of the cats. Rel Chapo, my dog. Anyways, there's a cat who, for his safety at this point, will remain nameless. But he safety? Yes, because I will tell you how bad it gets. Okay. He's got the utmost bad juju of anybody i've ever seen in my life when it comes to sports every time he types and puts his thoughts to a keyboard the exact opposite happens and who is he a fan of it just so happens to be the goddamn los angeles lakers so every time something bad happens that's not supposed to happen it's a result of him now let me tell you what happened (laughs) he's hella mad right now (laughs) because when you saw we was kicking ass in summer league it's just one game i don't watch the rest we were we won three we were three and oh Going into 3-0, and we had to buy the first round of the playoffs. So who beat them? Okay, so now we're going to get into... If it was who Cle- I think it was. It was Cleveland. Oh, okay. 
Going in, go no. The champions are walking around shirtless right now. Pause. For whatever reason, I don't care if it's your birthday, Dwan. I'm calling you out on this. For whatever reason, Dwan re-added him back into the group. And he said, I quote, if a, if something happens to them, then by all means, bury me a G. And everybody who was associated with the group and knows about this went on that thread and said, this is a big mistake. Please don't do this. What did we do to deserve this? And actually, shout out to my homeboy, uh, Rozzy from HBK Gang, because he's in there. And Rozzy was like, you know what? D'Angelo Russell, has now. he will now go 0 for 8. He's going to have five turnovers, and he's going to miss every damn free throw he has. Thanks a lot. What happens in the game? We go up by 18 in the first half, and we're like, all right, cool. We're cruising. It's all good. And in the second half, we look like dumpster juice, dog. Straight garbage to the point where they not only take the lead, they start dominating. And guess what happens? What happened? Larry Nance goes up for a dunk, and he gets swatted out. And the way he lands, it looks like he broke, fractured his wrist. Damn. And at that point, I was so fed up, I went into the group and booted his ass out the group right away. And I tagged Juan, and I told him, you ever do this again, I am driving down to L.A. myself, and we can catch the fade, brother or not. I don't care. Straight up. Did it. And when I did that, guess what happened when I woke up the next morning? He was gone. Larry Nance's fracture went from a, from a fracture to a sprained wrist. Damn, that was God. Tell me that is not some bad luck. Tell me that's not. There's some bad juju going on with that boy right there, man. Straight up. I'm telling you, everything that he says goes wrong. When OKC played the Warriors. He said OKC. Not in the the playoffs, but the the Steph Curry shot. Oh, that shot. Leading up to that. Three shots leading up to that. Oh, yeah. Golden State don't want it. Yeah. Russell Westbrook, KD got him exactly where they want him. This is over. The Warriors ain't got nothing. And boom. The shot heard around the world? The shot heard around the world. <laughs> and I had to put up with another night of Warriors trolling. <laughs> well, at least they didn't win the championship this year. Holla at you, boy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That back-to-back turned to believe land real quick, though. <laughs> see, 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 I just flipped it right back so, so you can calm down. Like, damn, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, so, no, but, but as far as what happened last night, it was the Bulls and the Timberwolves. <laughs> For the Summer League Championship. And I really wasn't watching it because I was watching Love and Hip Hop again. Wow, bro. Why do you watch that Man, bullshit? get off my case with that. Why? Start watching. It makes you feel good about yourself knowing that some of these people actually didn't know that Carly Red is 50 years old. Who? Well, see, you got to watch to know. Oh. But the point is she's the most ratchet and messiest of them all. She's 50. Like, you shouldn't be doing this. You're like five years away from getting those early meal on discount from Denny's. Anyway. Like, you know, the, 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 the so, 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 with, so the game, they're going back and forth. It's a close game. And literally, game winner. You think it's a game winner. And then somebody else shoots a shot. Game That's a game tying. Then somebody else shoots another shot. Oh, that's the game winner. Then they put up another one. And then Denzel Valentine, who uh, just got drafted by the Bulls and a Michigan State, he puts up a three and it goes into overtime. Damn. So then they go into overtime and then there's similar actions again. Somebody hits another three, so it's tied. Denzel holds it out for the final seconds. Makes a drive. Cuts back. Does a fadeaway popper. Horn goes off, nothing but net. They're the Summer League champions. Damn. And when I saw it, it made me sick to my stomach because if it wasn't for Mr. No Unmentioned, that could have been my damn Lakers that got that damn title. I Like I said last week, I don't care if it's the NBA championship or if y'all playing two-on-two on the blacktop. Or 2K. I don't care. If it is sanctioned and it is warranted by the Los Angeles Lakers, I'm going bad on you. I just don't care. Just be glad it wasn't the Warriors that beat them. Well, I mean, if hey, 
it could be far worse. <laughs> You're all right. <laughs> but the point of the matter is, is it was just to prove just how much bad juju one person holds in his body. I, I've, I've never been one to believe in curses. Until that occurred, like now it's like I'm like if so I what see what you gonna call it, the curse of the what? Oh, we we have a name for it. What's if, it called? If you join the sports debate network, you like I said, I can't put that information out. Just off the simple fact, you need to join to figure all this stuff. But out. I could just put it. Out, I could be. It could be the title of the episode. Nah. Well, okay. Then. I, I, actually, that's a good idea. Maybe <laughs> I won't mention it. We'll just put it as the title of the episode, <laughs> and then that's when they'll figure it out. That's a good idea. That's great. That's an. That's awesome. Shout out to Busby for that idea. That's an awesome idea. And we can actually use his picture too. No, damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> it needs to be known, dog. <laughs> Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Although I'm lightweight nervous about doing it because in doing that, our damn microphones might burst as a result. Oh, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just send it to me. No, don't even send it. I'm just going to I'm just gonna put Taylor Swift's picture up there or some shit. I don't know. That yeah, works for me. Hey. Yeah, so that happened. What else happened in sports? Uh, That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, Olympics are coming. Olympics coming up. You know, hopefully the redeem. Well, are they even the dream team or just Team USA? Uh, they're a team that needs to come back with gold, I'll tell you that much. they would probably get bronze. Um, they, if they bro, they get bronze. I don't. I mean, that's oh silver, terrible. silver. That's what I mean. You come back with anything less than gold, it's a disappointment. You uh, see, oh, music, music. Something's coming out this week. DJ Khaled album. It's not coming out this week, but I guess he had like a private listening session, and apparently he said Kendrick Lamar has a verse on the album that's gonna have the whole world talking. I did hear about that. So I'm like, okay, he, you know. But Khaled also said that Jay Z is gonna shut down the summer. But I got the keys grew on me. You know, his verse kind of grew on me and shit like that. And another album is coming out. Shout out to Karina, who's supposed to be on the show, but it's cool. Um, she's put me on to this, this music artist. She's from Britain. She's from London. And her name is Nao. Nao. And she has this album coming out on the 29th. Is that this week or next week? That's next week. Next week. Next week. It's called For All We Know. And I've been blasting this song called Bad Blood for like the past few months. And the shit's fucking addicting. Like... She's a really, really good ass like R and B artist. Y'all should really get put on to her. She's really dope. And I've been listening to like all three of the tracks that have been released like a damn EP on repeat. It's amazing. It's one of the best records. It's like the best projects of the year. It's only three albums in, three songs in. So whenever y'all get a nail, N A O nail, listen to her. Yeah, and you got another artist you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, um, I was actually fairly uh, surprised when I saw this because I haven't been in touch with her since I was out in uh, school in Tennessee. Um, I went to Middle Tennessee State for a little while, and I met a bunch of cool people. Um, one of them happens to be um, uh, an R&B artist by the name of PJ, who uh, has uh, a deal through Atlantic Records now. Mm-hmm. Um, she dropped her uh, her project called Rare, um, and I saw a bunch of mutual friends uh, posting it, and you know, obviously we'd fallen out of touch, it's you know, been eight or nine years. So I went in, and I got it. Um, I tagged her on uh, Twitter. And uh, let her know I'd be listening, and I'd put a plug out on the podcast. Um, I wasn't able to listen you to it. Up to... on your shit? Of course I do, dog. Damn, that's random. Go on. Bro, I'm a jazz head. Mm-hmm. I love jazz. Um, so as I, I finally had time to listen to it this morning as I was uh, finishing packing. Bro, this is, this is a really good project. Like, this is really, really good. Like, it's, you don't, I didn't want to come off as biased because I know her and I know the talent she has. But I have no shame in saying it because it's not just me being biased. It's a really good project. How she starts it off is uh, she treats the the uh, treats a collection of work as if it's a, a fairy tale. Mm. Like it's being told in front of uh, two kids. 
And um, there's a couple interludes throughout um, that help collect it and keep it going. Um, I liked it from beginning to end. It's it's a really really good project. It's it's really based in um in live uh, instrumentation, so it's not just like some generic sounding R and B records. Like this is actual like R and B and soul type. She's got a great voice, which is already saying a lot because when I met her, she had a great voice. Um, you could just hear in certain songs just the maturity and how she's got a lot of confidence and what she does. And it's not just, like I said, it's not just something like a little project. Like, she actually has G-Eazy on the single, on one of the songs. And Ty Dolla Sign's on it. Um, And so, uh, about three songs that I found really, really, like, I can't, like, I can't stop listening. Like, I actually need to go back and listen to these. Was uh, Can't Stop, um, I'm Good. Those really highlight her vocals. And she does such, she does so well as a songwriter. Where Those are just, like, two songs that really grab you. But the one that really, like, had my attention throughout is a song called Benjamin where it's uh the the content of it is focusing on how um you know all these fairy tale princesses they didn't have to worry about being the one that you know had to go get the money and you know just to make ends meet mm-hmm. type of deal so Benjamin obviously being Benjamin Franklin and you know the dollar you know yeah, 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 the money yeah. the money situation that's a really really good song it's very it gra- like I said it grabs you right away it's got mm-hmm. some good content on there um, and obviously she, she touches on some familiar stuff that R&B has, you know, the relationship factor. Um, she actually has a, her, her single gangster is actually a funny song where she's sitting, uh, in traffic, gets cut off. And then she's like, she's, you know, basically, I don't want to be nice anymore. It's like, might be cool to be a gangster. So I go slap her out, you know, type deal. Like it's, it's, it's very, very good. And it's refreshing or it's, it's organic music. Okay. So I, you know, if you. Shout out to PJ for coming through with this project. It's really, really good. Like you need, again, it's uh PJ and the the project is called I I don't, I don't know if it's an album or an EP or anything it's between. Like an album. Well, if it's um, on Apple Music, it's an album. I mean, you know, no, no, you definitely. Um, but I just didn't want to, you know, call it a project. It's obviously what's what it is. But definitely go on a uh, um iTunes, Apple Music, or uh, Spotify, anywhere you can find. It. I think it's even on SoundCloud too. Um, okay. the album's called Rare. Uh, definitely check that out and shout out to you, girl. I'm very, 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 uh, very impressed and very proud of you. So good job. Okay, one other thing before I gotta say before we gotta go. Shout out to Anonymous that dude for what the up, intro man? for the intro for where I'm coming from. That's the tentative title. He's working on some music, coffee and kush too. I've been meaning to shout him out because you probably wonder what that song is called. It's called Where I'm Coming From. It's unreleased for now. So um, yeah. Did you go to the movies? Yes, I did. I-, I saw Ghostbusters. How was it? Have you seen have you seen the first two? Of course. Okay. Well Oh, okay. Shit. How can I say this? When I when I was when I began to watch the movie, I was just like, because it was like a whole bunch of corny shit. Like, let me do a re- rewind. Dan Aykroyd wanted to do this movie. He wanted to do this third bu- Ghostbusters movie for years. Like he was been hardcore pushing it. Only person he wanted it, like pretty much almost everybody was game for it except for Bill Murray, because Bill Murray doesn't do sequels at all. He doesn't care. The only reason why he did Ghostbusters 2 was because he loved the cast and crew. But he just felt Bill Murray was like, nigga, we old. We don't need to be doing this shit. We don't need to be chasing ghosts no more and all that. It went so far that they when they sent a script to Bill Murray, he sent it back in pieces because he, sh- he shedded it. Excuse me. He shedded it, and then he sent the pieces back to him. Hmm. So he was pushing it for the long time. So then after that, you know, huh, so then after that, like, they pretty much did the whole, what did they do? Something else happened. Anyway, they came up with the whole premise, having a whole female cast and all that. Right. 
So I was like, okay, this is a good premise. But they said this is going to be a completely different world. Like all the Ghostbusters were like all the original members were not going to be in the movie. Wow. So it was like the characters weren't in the movie. There's like a whole different world. So so when you go into it, I was just like, all right. So you seen Christian Rigg and Leslie Jones and shit and... And the at the first half of the movie, I was just like, okay, this is pretty fucking corny. This is pretty corny, but I'm gonna keep watching it, you know. But then when you could get past that, like the characters is like a whole new realm movie mm-hmm. or whatever. The second half of the movie, it really becomes entertaining. And then it's like, okay, I like this shit. It's, it's for what it was, for what it is, it's cool. And all the original cast members do make a cameo in the movie, like Bill Murray included, but they're different characters, and they all say like their original lines and shit. Okay, you know, but. You know, it's cool. It's cool for what it was. Like, I, would I see it again? Eh, I don't know. So I was, hmm, probably not a date or something. But but you wouldn't go in on Leslie like everybody else was doing, right? Oh, hell no, nah, man. I've, I've seen that stuff, man. Shout out to Leslie Jones. Keep your head up, girl, because, you know, there's more to the internet because people do say some fucked up shit because dudes have been dissing this movie when they heard it was going to be an all-female cast for the longest time. Like, little sexist dude, for whatever reason, they'll say, Ghostbusters needs to be about guys. Like, guys are the only person that can freaking chase ghosts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like they don't want to ruin their movies. They don't want to ruin their nostalgia and shit like that. So... Yeah, it was, just, and like they really just went in on her, and, and she kind of saw the wrath of the internet or the nerd internet, calling all types of just fucked up shit, and she and pretty much chased her off of Twitter. But you know, Jeez. she'll be coming, she'll come back. They always come back to Twitter. She just needs a break from it because Twitter can be evil. So that's why I don't let the Twitter shit get to me. Because at the end of the day, when I put this phone down, nobody knows who the hell I am. Are you sure? Uh, well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when this podcast gets big, they're gonna know who I am. But, you know, like I could get retweeted all the damn time and I could pop up on someone's timeline or whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm just a dude from San Jose. I never had a, I never understood why people just felt the need to like do that. Because they hide behind a keyboard. That's what it is. The keyboard is their shield because they know they can say whatever the hell they want. No freaking consequences could happen. Someday, I've, I've said this before. I'll say it again. This will be the year where people will be, will be accountable for their actions. It's already started with Drake. It's already started, started with Taylor. With, and it started with Donald Trump. And it's going to run down. It's going to happen. Like, someone's going to get snuffed for this Twitter shit. For, for people talking shit all the damn time. Shit, it could be me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not excluded. You know, it, like, people need to be held accountable for what they tweet. So be mindful of your tweets, ladies and gentlemen. Be very mindful of what you tweet. Because it could backfire on you. Don't say no racist shit either or else you will be fired from your job. Watch what your Snapchat. <laughs> Just watch what you do. Stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> so, in that case, that is episode three. No gossip shit this time because you know Ivano's gone. So she'll be back next week to give me filming and all the gossip and shit. You'll be at training camp unless we hold this on a different day. <laughs> oh well, shit. We'll see. We'll see how that shit goes. If not, yes, I'll be at training camp. You can uh, catch everything that goes on in the beginning stages. Actually, throughout. Actually, all training camp. I'll be on a uh, Snapchat. JC No Hundreds. JC uh, No Hundreds. Yeah, I'll be on there snapping pretty much everything. Shout out to my little homies, Brandon, Nana, and Chris. I actually get to teach them how to play some dominoes. Are you still going to be petty to that, your roommate? Brandon, of course. Did you get all the calf shit and all that? No, I have have so much in store for him that will not go on airways because it will ruin everything I have planned. Wow, bro. But just know, it will be on on the snaps. (laughs) 
It will be on the snap. But I'm gonna do some. And how I'm long? Gonna, is, how long is training camp? It's gonna be a month. Oh, uh, so we'll leave up tomorrow. Tomorrow's the twentieth, and then we'll break. So either, you uh, got he got a month of wrath from you. Yeah, and he I don't even know what his tactics are. He's gonna try to deflect. Oh, we got Kevin Durant. What did you do? Blah 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 blah. Probably just gonna put up like all the freaking Laker games where you guys lost or something. I mean, that's what I do. Uh, well, I, all I have to do is just show one game where it shows the Warriors didn't go I'll back to sh- back. Like I'll just show the game when you guys got swept by the Spurs. That's what I. That's what I'll do. The one without Kobe. <laughs> well, whatever. Exactly. I mean, well, hey, you can't. There's. I'm the ultimate troll. I'm Mister. I'm Petty yeah. Roosevelt. Petty, so it's Petty Roosevelt now. It's Petty Roosevelt today. Okay. Well, on, that, on that note, this is the Illogical Sense Podcast. This is me, Busby, JC. And I want to end this by saying this here. Fuck Jed York. Fuck Jed York. Jed York.